Welcome to Reality Roots Podcast with me, your host, Hillary. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back with Jerry Springer, who, again, I know I did mention it last week, but we obviously just lost Jerry Springer last week, which makes me really sad. I want to say I kind of... Maybe it's not new. If you're new here, then you have not heard me say this before. But I love, I love, I love the old school episodes of Jerry Springer. Like right in that 90s range, which is already a range of TV that I love (laughs) for different reasons. But what I, what you can really feel when you watch back these earlier episodes is that there was a period of time where Jerry Springer wanted to have a different show than what he ended up with. And he's really, you can, you can see him audibly trying to fight it. And like people are, I think his audience is in spring break mode most of the time. And in these earlier episodes, you can see him try to pump the brakes on the this runaway train that is the Jerry Springer show where he's like, no, wait, like people are going, you know, wild, like they are literally on spring break. And he's like, no, wait, guys, I wanted to have a nice conversation with my guests. I wanted to maybe get to the bottom of something or find some kind of re- resolution or get some answers Nobody wants to hear it. Like, what do you want the guy to do? Poor guy. He's just... Anyway, in this episode, in every episode of Jerry, that at least that I've covered so far and that I can remember, in my own brain, Jerry is a nice, respectful man. <laughs> Especially... Like, it's hard, I think. I don't know how many things you could really watch back in the 90s and call them respectful. Like, it's... It was a hard time as far as respect goes, but... Jerry is very respectful to all his guests. He always is. I've never really seen him make a derogatory remark. You can see sometimes he does give a bit of his opinion, and it does seem like it's probably more a conservative-leaning opinion, but he's not a dick about it. And I love that. We should all just not be dicks about our opinions. (laughs) Let's all be more like Jerry Springer, please. This episode is from 1996. I have a hard date on that because at some point he says five years ago when I started this show. So I looked it up, started in 1991, which is perfect. And he, this, so this is 1996, five years later. I can do math, not a lazy podcast. Uh, yeah, so here we go. We are back on Jerry's old beige set. Jerry's got his old hair. We've got the old jazzy theme music. Not the... It's like the... Oh, of course I can't think of it. Why would I even bring something like that up? (laughs) Something like that. That's Ricky's music, but it's very close to Ricky Lake's music. What I love about this episode, other than Jerry Springer, who is super charming, as always... It only covers one story, which you would think would make it easier to keep track of who's who when there's only like one story's worth of people. It it wasn't really as much as you'd think. 
and I felt like Jerry was the same thing because I did clock him talking to someone on stage and he had to look down at his cue card (laughs) to check what their name was so it's not just me it's Jerry too I'm sure for him a lot of things just blend together more than they should for me because Jerry's doing it every day but for five years how many episodes is that too many to count anyway first we meet Taurus I assume all of these names are fake I mean (laughs) it doesn't help that Jerry can't remember them (laughs) but also the name uh, I don't know Taurus is who picks Taurus like I I just the guys particularly that are on stage I really do I They're trying to hide their identity, which I would like to talk about anyway, because I know, okay, I had the pleasure of meeting someone a few weeks ago who went to a Jenny Jones taping, one of the episodes about big tits, which I totally forgot, and I'm going to have to, I don't know, try to find that, because, you know, tits. Anyway, of course, like, as soon as it comes up you know, the conversation of talk shows, you know, we get the, I I hate this, we get, you know, well, it's made up, like, they're just actors, or it's not real, or people are just playing it up to be on TV. Again, I know this is not the first time I've mentioned this, but I I don't think we should underestimate how crazy the real crazies are in the world, first of all. There's some really crazy people who don't give a fuck what anybody thinks of them. Or maybe they just don't even have the self-awareness to, like, understand that other people do have opinions about them. I don't know what it is, but crazies are crazy. So let's not underestimate that at any point. Also, again, like, okay, Taurus, I don't think this is your real name. We'll get to it, but I think at least a few of these people are wearing, like, they're wearing full-on disguises, <laughs> like, like they're Britney Spears in 2002 or whatever. Like, they're, they're, they've, they're doing their best to hide their identity, and if you didn't happen, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure some people were like, oh, I think that's so-and-so, you know, maybe when they saw it on TV, but... I do kind of believe it. Like, again, I don't know. We'll get to it in Jerry's final thought as well to talk about it. But for this one, anyway, like, I'm going to believe it. If they're actors, they're fucking good. And I hope they got paid. And they should be in movies and not on one episode of Jerry Springer. (laughs) Anyway, so I digress. So first we meet Taurus. Quote, unquote, Taurus. Not, it's a stupid name. Anyway, Taurus. Taurus is bald. Because we only have five people, I'm going to really describe each one of them. Taurus is bald. Not bald like, oh, I don't know, maybe he's losing his hair, but he, I think it's shaved. He's got, I don't know, he's not bad looking. You can see some acne scars on his face, but very, like, not really not noticeable. He might be wearing makeup. I don't know. But anyway, it just was faintly, faintly noticeable. He's not bad looking. He's got this real 70s outfit on though for some reason. It's like a white or maybe like a cream colored vest with matching pants. <laughs> and then this sort of like gold mustardy sort of gold or yellow turtleneck under it. That's a look. 
The way Taurus speaks is exactly like how J-Rock from Trailer Park Boys speaks. <laughs> I know that J-Rock is, you know, that's a joke. Like, that's Jonathan Torrance. That's not a real... I know I know Trailer Park Boys isn't an actual documentary. But the whole time, like, everything... I don't know if it's going to come through from the notes. It's hard to take notes that way, right? Like, just everything he says. Know that every time he speaks, he's like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like this. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Like, he really takes a long... He takes a lot of words to get out a short amount of words. Like, I'm going to talk. Taurus is here to tell his fiance the truth before they get hitched. Taurus is engaged to Raylene. They've been together for three and a half years. And they're supposed to get married in a month. Which is... I think he said the second Saturday of June, but they bleeped it. I don't know why they would bleep. Just the month. Second Saturday of bleep, but from his mouth it looked like June. June's a nice month to get married, so it's probably June. Taurus says, it must have been a popular word at the time. It's hard to imagine, but Taurus says he's been being a dog with Raylene's best friend. We hear this word a lot, I feel like, in these 90s episodes. It seems weird in hindsight to think of that as being... I would never I would never really say that word. Times change, I guess. Anyway, he's being a dog with Raylene's best friend, who is the maid of honor in this wedding that is obviously not going to happen. Jerry's like, so not only have you been a dog, her best friend has been dogging her as well. Taurus is like, yeah, she ain't no good neither. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Taurus tells us, like, who cares? I don't know. I feel like Taurus seems to care about this a lot. And even, I don't know, this maid of honor lady. It doesn't matter who started it, but we spend a lot of time talking about whose fault this affair is, as if that's a thing that is possible. Taurus says that the maid of honor started it. He tells a story. It's, uh, I could be wrong. Something like, but not necessarily, that Raylene talks about their sex life more openly. And he's not comfortable with it. But the this BFF heard her talking and was like, ooh, yeah. Like, got interested and started flirting with him. And he gives us an example that she drops things and bends over in front of him to which jerry says well to be fair if you drop something it's kind of hard to pick it up if you don't bend over (laughs) funny (laughs) everyone laughs but also jerry's like but yes i i do see what you were saying (laughs) out comes raylene raylene is really pretty raylene is in a red mini dress it it's got it doesn't have sleeves, but it's not a spaghetti strap. It's got nice wide straps and black tights. And she's got the Whitney Houston hair going. She's really pretty. She's got really big eyes. And she looks like she should be playing maybe like a young Diana Ross in Dreamgirls. Or anything. <laughs> that stars a young Diana Ross, I guess. Raylene is smiling. She looks happy. I I really wonder... 
The biggest mystery to me is not whether or not they're actors. The mystery part to me comes in and like, okay, I imagine me and my partner are living our lives. And one day he's like, oh, hey, let's go on the Jerry Springer show next week. I know that they do it quick so that specifically to minimize the time period that I'm talking about, but... Okay, next week. We're, we're going to go on Jerry Springer's show, like, next week, so I can tell you something. I'm going to be like, what are you going to tell me? Like, what the fuck? There's no way we could live together for a, ye- or a week without talking about this. Like, there's, it's, that's weird. Like, I just, I wonder what he told her. I wonder what she thought was going to happen. I will say, as much as Raylene is very pretty and absolutely not the bad guy in this story... She needs to sit cross-legged because <laughs> when she first sits down, she's got not like spread wide open, but she's wearing a really short dress and her legs aren't like quite together and it it's not a great look. Taurus says, okay, look, I always try to write this part down verbatim because I also want to know once we get to the show, I'm always interested to know specifically what words people use <laughs> to deliver their bad news. Taurus says, okay, it's like this. I've been with you three and a half years and you know I love you very much, but there's something I have to tell you before we decide to take this any further because marriage is something that's supposed to be truthful. You know what I'm saying? It's commitment. And if we was to get married, I couldn't go through with this because it would be a lie. But you know, I still want to get married. But I don't know how you're going to react to this. But I just got to tell you. Um... I've been sleeping with someone you know for five months. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Raylene is a fucking queen. She doesn't lose her shit. She just stares at him like, what the fuck is happening? And Taurus goes on to say, you should know who she is because she not all that you think she is. Raylene's just like, who is it? <laughs> what? Taurus says, it's my half-cousin and your best friend. Half-cousin? Taurus, what does that mean? My half-cousin. I, I don't understand. Like, we never talk. That's the last time in this episode that we're going to mention this half-cousin thing. I don't know what that means, half-cousin. I have half-cousins, I guess. In the sense that they're my grandma's half-sister's children or grandchildren. Does that make them a half-cousin? I wouldn't... I don't... Even if I'm not... Even though we're not closely blood-related, I would never consider being in a relationship with them. That's so gross. Like, what? What? half cousin what the fuck I gotta talk about it now because like I said we're not gonna talk about that again and that's wild we should be talking about this more Raylene kind of laughs uncomfortably it's like this huge reaction from the audience but Jerry silences the crowd with one finger to his lips like a boss I can't I guess he's the host. That's why people fall. But like, I was like, whoa, not a lot of people could silence a room that way. Good for Jerry. 
And he's doing so good because this is what we want to see. This is what we lose later, I think, in the Jerry Springer show and later, like, seasons. Jerry knows when to give the people on stage the space to play out their story. Not like Jenny Jones, the fucking attack dog who wants to jump down everyone's throat every two seconds. So Jerry gives them their kind of silent space, I guess. Raylene's like, why? Why? (laughs) Taurus says, I didn't mean for it to happen. She's been throwing herself at me. It's a two-way street, but she started it. And Raylene's like, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) The audience starts to get rowdy again, and Jerry silences them again with one finger. Amazing. Raylene's like, I can't believe you. Taurus says, I mean, marriage is serious. I had to tell you. Raylene's like, then you should have told me five damn months ago. (laughs) Fuck. So, this is the first time. I don't know. We got like three different versions of this BFF slash cousin slash maid of honor. The first time that they say it, I think it's Raylene says Monicia. Monicia. I love Raylene just doesn't yell this whole time. I love that for Raylene. Like she doesn't I already kind of said she doesn't get excited. She doesn't get loud. She's got this really smoky voice and she's just being a queen up there. And they're talking about Monicia. Taurus tells her she's not that Monicia is not your friend, evidently, because she was sleeping with me. And Raylene's like, well, you don't love me, evidently, because you was sleeping with her. (laughs) Big cheer from the audience. Jerry tells Raylene she has the right to give a piece of her mind to these two clowns, which clowns is my word, not his. Here comes Monicia, which, by the way, is spelled Monica. Not even fancy. For all that we're going to get three million ways to say her name, it's fucking Monica, okay? I don't know why that has to be complicated. Monica. Monicia. Monicia looks exactly like Clea Duvall from the end of the movie, but I'm a cheerleader. Well, she's black, but literally... Clea Duval, like she looks literally the same in a way I just stared at her the first time I watched the episode I literally just stared at her trying to find a difference like she looks so much like her it is uncanny she also has the same hair as Clea Duval in the scene that I'm thinking of she has the same face the same makeup which by which I mean basically none makeup and she even has the same earrings literally the same earrings it's unreal I don't know who came first I guess this but Cleo Duvall didn't change her face so I don't know how that happened but anyway that that is who you should picture (laughs) she also has a black dress which is a lot like Raylene's but Raylene's looked cuter Monicia Monica starts scrapping immediately like she comes on stage and just starts losing her shit like screaming getting up in people's faces and I happen to pause at exactly the right moment you guys guys Steve Wilkos is there to stop her we don't mention it it's too soon it's not Steve's moment yet but what he does have is 
got a little bit of hair up there. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm not lying. He looks like he was losing it. But I'm 100% sure that in the non-HD video quality recording that I was watching, Steve Lucas was there and he had hair. It was amazing. I screamed. And Monica screamed because Monica is just up there screeching like a fucking banshee. I can't understand a goddamn thing she's saying. She gets a bit calmed down, I guess. She's like crying pretty hard. People keep giving her tissues. She says that it's Taurus's fault, and Taurus says it's her fault, and it's like it takes two people. They take a break so people can kind of, mostly Monicia, can, you know, collect herself and get herself together. Take a commercial break. Now, when we get back from the break, though, now we start changing it. Now Jerry calls her Monisha. Again, don't know why that changed. Okay, Monisha. Jerry says, well, I guess my question is, what are you so angry about? (laughs) Why are you reacting this way? Because he said you started it? Monisha, Monica, Monicia says, he's sitting up there blaming everything on me. Before it was something just happened, then he started blaming everything on me. Like, I'm just trying to hurt her. But he's the one who's hurting her because he's taking everything from her. Hey, dumbass, you're both fucking hurting her. Jerry says, here's what I don't understand. Let's say for a second that he started it. In fairness, this has been going on for five months. (laughs) This is your best friend. You are the maid of honor. So even if you're like, oh, so drunk, oh, you woke up and you're like, oh, I can't believe I slept with him, oh, so bad. Like at some point in the last five months, you must have been sober enough to say, stop or like we're not going to do this anymore or you could tell your friend like why did it take so long mo oh my gosh i can't see i can't remember monisha monica well i'm the one who told him he should tell her and not go through with the wedding raylene tells her that she's like raylene's like well you should have been the one to tell me jerry kind of opens up the floor for Taurus and Monica to talk to Raylene. Taurus, there's like a lot of awkward silences in this. I will say that. It was only one story, but we got a lot of awkward silences, which yeah, I'm sure that's like a love or hate thing. I loved it. I love watching people just sit and stew in their own <laughs> shitty situation that they've created. Not Raylene, I guess, but again, Raylene has queen energy. I don't think she is affected in that way. Taurus says, well, I love you. I don't know what else to say. At least I came out and told you. Raylene says, well, you should have told me five fucking months ago. (laughs) What the fuck? Raylene says something that gets like a huge applause, but it gets bleeped. So I don't know what it was, but seems like it was good. I don't know if it was about the ring, but she, it kind of, and she's with her telling Taurus that she doesn't want the ring. Taurus tells her, you don't have to get all hyper. It's like Raylene is literally the least hyper person I've ever seen. <laughs> Definitely in this situation, she seems very composed. She seems pissed, but she's not like freaking out. She's just like, this is some bullshit. Taurus says, Oh, I've been living a lie, but I still want to be friends, but I can't go through with the marriage. But I love you as a friend, but not as a wife. Taurus is really confusing to me because he started out by being like yeah I still do want to get married but I don't know how she's going to react to it to be like 
well, let's still be friends. I love you as a friend, not as a wife. But the, I don't know. <laughs> I thought the cheating was the problem. But if Taurus, if you don't want to, I don't know. Taurus, if you don't want to be with her, don't be with her, obviously. I feel like I don't even have to say that. Jerry throws to Taurus because he obviously has been given an outline of what's going to happen. Jerry's like, Taurus, what else is there that you want to say? Anything else on your mind? (laughs) Taurus is like, okay, well, I don't want nothing to do with Monisha, period, because she ain't nothing but a hoe. (laughs) Monisha gives a bit of pushback on that, and Taurus comes back with, stop talking, let me talk. You just called her a hoe, so, like, (laughs) I don't know. Taurus is like, I got somebody else, too. And then we hard cut to commercial, (laughs) which is fun. (laughs) When we get back, the girls, both of them, Raylene and Monisha, they look fucking over it. They're just, like, staring ahead in silence. Taurus tells us that the other other person is someone he's known for, like, he's like, oh, I've been with Raylene for three and a half years, but this is someone I've known for, like, basically my whole life. It's my best friend. And both girls, like, you watch, again, this was a moment where I was like, okay, if they're acting, then they deserve fucking Oscars, because they're, both girls are sitting there, again, pretty, looking pretty disinterested. And then he's like, it's my best friend and they both you you watch both of them put the pieces together in their head of who he's talking about and the both like uh, and then and then they react so we get five five seconds of them putting the pieces together in their head and then they look over like what the fuck are you talking about it's amazing they have such a great reaction Raylene starts laughing Monica's screaming what 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 oh it's so good here he comes now this guy comes out in a full disguise he has a wig on like the wiggiest wig you've ever wigged in your life it's a women's wig I'm sure it it would be cute on a girl but like it's a wig he has huge sunglasses on, like mirrored sunglasses. So yeah, again, I don't know. And he has some stupid... We don't find his name out for ages, but it's something really stupid. We'll get there. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure it's a fake name. He looks like he probably is attractive when he's not in a disguise. Like, he's got really good facial hair. I don't know. He... Oh yeah, and he has also kind of... A, I don't know if vests were in or if it was like... I guess it makes sense that 70s would be coming back in the 90s. That that tracks. He's got a brown vest and sort of a paisley-looking shirt. But actually, as it went on, I realized it wasn't really paisley so much as it was like a real sparkly kind of gold. He tries to kiss Taurus, but Taurus gives him the side of his face only. He's not going to kiss a man on camera, I guess. Raylene... (laughs) Ugh, Raylene says she's about to throw up, and I didn't love the homophobia. I will give Raylene some leniency, I guess, in the sense that, uh, I mean, it was the 90s and it was more acceptable to say that, but also, like, this is someone she's actively been sleeping with, and now she's finding out that they're sleeping with someone else, so 
Fair enough. Didn't love the homophobia of it, but I understood where she was coming from. Jerry asks Taurus how he let it get this close to the wedding if he's interested in a man. Raylene's like, because he's stupid, obviously. (laughs) And then this other guy, other other guy, I don't know. Again, we don't get to his name for ages, which really bummed me out in the notes. But anyway... Uh, he says, so Raylene says, because he's stupid, obviously. And the other guy's like, you stupid, because you didn't know. <laughs> and then this other guy makes some kind of joke about fulfilling. It wasn't worded very well, but it does get a big audience reaction. And then he tries to go to the side stage to get a high five. I think maybe from Steve Wilkos, but whoever he goes over to just leaves him hanging and he has to walk back, <laughs> sadly, to his chair. Then Monica starts coming out with all the, like, Monica, sorry, Monisha, Monicia, God knows. She's, like, saying a bunch of words. It's still kind of screechy. It's hard to understand. Monica's like, now ask me how I know. I didn't really understand. But this other guy was like, so what you mean by that? Monica's like, just because you hoeing, you better be prepared to pay child support. And Jerry, who, again, I'm sure has been giving the outline of it because nobody in their right mind would know what the fuck Monica's talking Moni's Moni. I'm going to say Monica, okay? Fuck <laughs> off, it's Monica. Like, nobody knows what Monica's talking about, so Jerry must have some good notes on those cue cards. Because he says, what are you saying? Are you saying you're pregnant? Everyone stares, like, again, staring in silence. Monica's like, I dare you to deny this one. So Jerry takes a minute to just get us back, just make sure everybody's on the same page here. So Taurus is going to be with a guy, and that's why he's canceling the wedding. But he was also sleeping with Monica. But this guy was also with Monica, and now she's pregnant by him. And Jerry... I don't know. I feel like this is probably the worst thing that Jerry says. But again, I understand what he's saying. Jerry comes out. He he summarizes the situation for us. And then he's like, you know, I'm trying to be nice. But this is awfully sick. I mean, the only one here who has any degree of honesty is Raylene. (laughs) Just like, like, yeah, that's fair enough. I don't think, I don't think he meant sick like, because of the homosexuality aspect of it. I think he was just like, what's wrong with you? Like at this point and beyond, I guess, it almost feels like, I remember in high school, we didn't do it. Like our class didn't do it. But I was in health class and I remember we were talking about STDs and um, I don't know what you call it. Sex web. They have one in the L word, too. Anyway, like, if we made a map of, like, okay, you start with one person and then all the people that they've slept with and then take all those people and all the people they've slept with and you can build out, like, a big web and find out that you, like, even if you've only slept with one person, you've kind of been sleeping with, like, a bunch of people. (laughs) Like, not really, but just in terms of uh, infectious diseases, I guess. I feel like that's what we're watching on stage right now is just, like, So this person is, so Taurus is sleeping with these two people and those people are sleeping with these two people. And for some reason, they're all the same people and they're all on stage right now. (laughs) It's so weird. 
So I guess about the degree, because Jerry just said the only one who has a degree of honesty is Raylene. And this guy, other other guy, I really cannot wait till we get to his name, says she got a degree all right, but it's in slutology. <laughs> That's a stupid thing to say. This guy, uh, I think he could learn <laughs> from Jerry. Like, I think he's trying to be too cute by half, and it's not really working out in his favor. He tells us, because they're like, okay, so then that means you also, like, did you sleep with Monica then? And then he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, he tells a story about that they were all drunk at a party and that he, quote, got in and got out. Okay. Jerry's like, so Taurus, what are you thinking about now? (laughs) Now that you know this. And Taurus was like, well, I didn't say I wanted to marry him or anything. He's just somebody I wanted to be with. I've been with her for three years, but this has been going on for five years. Now Jerry asks the girls if they ever suspected that Taurus was bisexual, and they shake their heads no. And then after a bit of a pause, Monica says, I mean, I suspected that his friend was kind of fruity, but (laughs) just like, if you saw this guy in this disguise with the hair and the glasses and this wild 70s outfit with the gold sparkly shirt on (laughs) obviously fruity isn't really like a word that I want to be using in 2023 (laughs) but like yeah Monica (laughs) I bet you did oh that was Raylene oh I fucked that up it was Raylene because she again is just giving that queen energy but anyway she's like yeah, really, and I bet you did suspect <laughs> that Taurus's friend might have been gay. <laughs> I see that. Commercial break. We get it when we get back, we get kind of a Sally-esque clip of what happened during the commercial break, which was so boring. Like Taurus is just explaining to Raylene that it's good that he told her before they got married, and Raylene is like, I guess, but why didn't you tell me three years ago? <laughs> months ago any point before now like it's just like now you got me thinking oh I'm about to get married like it's a month away that's fucked up <laughs> do that when we get back back to the show Jerry describes this as a whale of a story and a heartbreaking one too it's like I guess I don't know heartbreaking like Raylene doesn't Raylene seems very well adjusted. Her vocabulary could use a bit of a 2023 update, I guess, but um, she doesn't seem heartbroken. She seems annoyed <laughs> that this is happening, which is reasonable. Okay, now we get his name. Finally, this we've talked to him so many times. Uh, Trené, <laughs> his name, I guess. Is Trené a real name? No. Uh, we got our first audience question. Taurus, or sorry, he asks Taurus, why did you put a ring on her finger? Messing with this girl, that guy, who else do you have? No answer. Another audience member stands up and asks how Trine felt about Raylene when Raylene and Taurus were going to get married. And Trine says, oh, I told him, don't marry the hoe. I got so much dirt on Raylene. And then Raylene, again, question mark, not a great thing to say. But also, I didn't fully understand what she said. So I don't really know how bad it was. But 
he, <clears throat> she says, you want to be a female a little bit too hard. You need to take a disco night with that. And there's other words, but I don't know. Jerry cuts it off and asks him to find another word. And I thought when he said that, I thought it was because she used the F slur for gay. And I was like, that is amazing that Jerry would nix that, like the use of that word in 1996, because obviously I don't want to use that word. And I don't think that people should be using that word. But for 1996, I think it was a lot more common. But later on, not later on, in like two seconds, I, I kind of questioned that. I mean, I do still think Jerry's a good person. I just don't know what word he was trying to avoid as well or as clearly. Another audience member asks Monica, what about the baby? Are you going to keep it or have an abortion? He says it in the least sensitive tone of voice you can imagine. It sounds so callous. Like he's just like, well, what are you going to do with the baby? You're going to keep it? Have an abortion? Like he just like asks like where she's going to go for dinner or something. It's not really the right tone of voice. Monica tells Taurus, Monica, sorry, Monica talks to Taurus. Like she starts talking to him and then she's like, it's fucked up. And then she corrects it to messed up, which gets Jerry's approval. So maybe that made me think like his reaction, like she says, it's, she's like, it's fucked up. And then she's like, no, sorry, it's messed up. Right, Jerry, is that better? And he's like, yes. So I was like, okay, I guess maybe it was fucked that he didn't like. Oh, Jerry, <laughs> you're in for a real hell of a 20 years. But that had nothing to do with any, with the question at all, so that was kind of weird. But anyway, then Monica turns and says, I, th- I thought it was in a good way. She's like, no, I don't believe in abortion and I'm too far along anyways. She says it totally matter of fact. Which, and I, yeah, that's, that that's a perfect answer. Like, no, I wouldn't do it, but I'm too far along anyway, so it doesn't matter. Great. Very factual. <laughs> Very non-political, non-polarizing answer to that question. But then the whole audience cheers. Like, it's a great accomplishment for her to not have an abortion. Which didn't seem, like, the audience reaction to me seemed like the weirdest part. Like, they're all like, woo! And I was like... I I mean, I guess, like, I don't know. Like, it just was a weird, I wouldn't cheer for that. Like, I just don't know. I just, she said it so matter-of-factly, too, that it just, we could have just taken it as an answer. Like, it could have been a serious question, a serious answer. Again, we have to fight the spring break energy coming from the audience. Now Jerry sets up for us that Trine is about to reveal... Yet another secret. What could it be? First, he starts out by saying, I have a feeling, Trine seems like he wants this to be the Trine show. It seems like Trine has a lot to say, and he's staying in his lane. Like, he's, you know, I don't think he's talking as much as he wants to talk. (laughs) Just for lack of opportunity, because it's not about you, Trine. Like, it's... I guess mostly about Taurus and Raylene. It's mostly not about you, Trine. He starts out by saying, well, I'm not sure how Monica knows it's even mine. When And actually, to be fair, I was like, you know, that might be valid. Like, if she's been sleeping with Taurus the whole time as well, maybe. Like, I don't know. I would probably 
do a DNA test, but who knows? I don't know. I would kind of also maybe trust, uh, I was going to say I trust Monica, but I don't because she just lied to her best friend for five months. That sucks. Trine now tells Taurus, well, I told you to get rid of her, but you went and got her a ring. So I went and got myself a security blanket. It's just not a ring, but okay. He says, you have to make a choice today for me and for my safety. <laughs> it's like, okay, what? <laughs> for your safety? Uh, anyway, because I got a friend too. And out comes a new guy. <laughs> and he is wearing the most ridiculous outfit out of any of them. He is fully dressed like Prince. Like he's going out for Halloween as Prince is the outfit he's wearing on the Jerry Springer show. He's got a wiggy Prince wig on. He's got sunglasses. They're like black, the circle lenses, very Prince. Also reflective. And then he's got on this crazy rhinestone jacket and red pants. He looks like he's being a lot. He looks like he, I don't know, he, he looks like a great Prince outfit wearing guy, I guess. Which again, just tells me he didn't want people to know who he was in real life. Monica starts crying now. Or again. Restarts crying. Raylene looks like she just has this look on her face like she's really considering how she ended up here in her life. Like I've had those moments too where you look around and things that are happening around you are ridiculous and you're like, what choices did I make that got me here? Is there something I could have decided differently that would have avoided this? Or, like, what happened in my life? Commercial! When we get back, Jerry has cleared the stage so that Raylene and Monica can talk. And he says this is because (laughs) all of the relationships are dysfunctional. But this relationship between Raylene and Monica seems like it was the deepest and it has the best chance of being saved. Monica gives I would say about the best apology possible under the circumstances I tried to write it down as best I could word for word she says I understand that I was dumb and stupid and completely wrong for doing this behind your back I'm sorry I know it may not mean much now but I don't want to lose you as a friend You were always there for me, and I'm sorry I wasn't there for you like I was supposed to be. I know things probably can't go back to how they were, or we won't be as close as before, but I don't want to lose you as a friend. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And then someone places a Kleenex on top of her hand. (laughs) Like like her hands are like palm down in her lap, and someone just into the frame puts a Kleenex on top of the back of her hand. (laughs) just takes her hand out of the frame she goes on to say I know I'm wasting my time apologizing but I know how you were brought up and you have a big wonderful heart and I know I was wrong I didn't start it but I didn't tell you to try to end it and that was wrong and I'm sorry and fair enough Raylene's like what do you want me to say (laughs) what am I supposed to do with this Monica says I would like for you to at least say that we could try to be friends, please. And Raylene's like, you tell me your definition of friend. And there's a big pause. And I just have to give Monica a lot of credit. Because Monica, like, you can see on her face, she's like, I fucked up. And now I'm going to have to just 
crawl on my hands and knees and do whatever Raylene wants me to do if I want to stay her friend or have any chance of staying her friend and that's where I am there's like a big pause and then Raylene's like a friend is like leading Monica like Monica's like okay a friend is someone you can confide in someone that will be there for you a friend is you And I know I haven't fulfilled my part to the fullest, but I don't want to lose you as a friend. To which Raylene replies in the most emotionally mature thing I've ever heard anyone say, you never really lost me as a friend. I lost you as a friend. Bam! I don't want to bam. Like, honestly, Monica does seem apologetic. I do think what she did was wrong, obviously. But... I mean, when you fucked up, what else can you do, really, than take accountability and apologize? I don't know. Commercial! And when we get back, everyone's on stage. The new new guy is Rufus, and he tongue smacks even worse than I do. I know that I do. Guys, do you know when I'm editing this podcast how many times I have to edit out my own stupid tongue smacks, okay? I don't even realize, never realized it was something I did. And then I kind of thought it was something everyone did, but... When Rufus started talking, I was like, whoa, 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 is that what I sound like? That's horrifying. He's like, I'm trying to find out myself. For one thing, this is supposed to be my man. The audience laughs, and he's like, I don't know why that's funny. (laughs) It's like, it's your outfit. (laughs) And it's like... He goes on, I don't know where this little thing came in at, but I want to say to Trey, you told me that you love me. He just called him Trey. It's Trinay. Trey. Not a real name, so that's probably why everyone's getting it wrong. Trinay says, I also told you don't be falling in love with me. (laughs) Rufus is like, I can't blame Taurus for this because it's also your fault. You shouldn't have let it happen in the first place. Jerry asks Trine to clarify for us who he wants to be with. Now Trine gets his moment. He's like, you get ready. I'm about to read this library. I'm going to read everyone's books. To Rufus. I told you don't go falling in love with me because I'm promiscuous. Rufus is like, you didn't tell me nothing. Trine's like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, Okay. Trinae is having his moment right now, Rufus. <laughs> Only one person can have a moment at a time. He turns, Trinae turns to Raylene and says, go back and hide under your rock somewhere. Sorry you couldn't fulfill your man, but he found something else in me. And Jerry is like, quite rightly, cuts in to be like, why are you so bitter? Why are you like this? Like, you just come out and attack everyone. Trinae explains that he's been waiting a long time to get this off his chest. He says that he told Taurus not to marry Raylene. Next thing, Taurus, you wasn't bringing the goods home. You wasn't satisfying me, so I had to go get him. And he looks better than you anyway. Sorry, but it's true. <laughs> now Rufus tries to talk more, and Trinae's like, shh, shut up, shh. I was like, okay, rude. Uh, he says to Monica, you better find me in Bolivia or something, because I ain't having no kids. Everyone boos. Jerry's like, is this not, like, if it is your child, is it not your responsibility? 
And Trinae says, it's her responsibility to find a free clinic. There are plenty. I'll take her down there. Catch the bus. I ain't having no kids flat out. Trinae, I understand that you don't want to have kids. And honestly, it doesn't seem like you'd be a great parent. But she's already said she's past the time. What is wrong with these fucking idiots in the 90s that don't understand, like, that you, like, the timelines of abortions and that you can't just have like a midterm or late term abortion it doesn't work like that what anyway jerry's kind of slams him he's like well what if your parents had found a free clinic to which everyone cheers but i was like kind of sounds like none of this would be happening (laughs) if his parents had found a free clinic basically trinae doesn't want a kid okay he says He says that Monica knows that he comes from a wealthy family and she's trying to set him up. I don't know if that... Okay. Maybe that's why he's wearing the disguise, because he comes from a wealthy family and he thinks they'll be judgmental. I don't know. Jerry asks Taurus where he is with all this. Taurus says, well, (laughs) Taurus has a very mm, resigned look on his face. Like, well, I guess what they say, what goes around comes around. Sorry is just a word. I can't say it enough to Raylene, but I'll say it again. I just want Monica out of my life (laughs) to Trinae. Well, he did the same to me that I was doing. So like I said, what goes around comes around. I'm going to leave him alone now too because he's a hoe just like I'm a hoe. Fair enough. I don't know what more we could ask Taurus to really say. An audience member asks Taurus if it was worth losing his fiance to for fruit of the loom over there. Again, don't love the fruit slur i guess um it could have been more offensive but not great jerry cleans up the question for us quick rephrase (laughs) and pushes for an answer taurus is like i don't know it's hard to say in the long run but i did what i did and it's all coming back to me all coming back to me now jerry asks him if you could, okay, like if you could erase everything that happened bad, you could be back with any of these people and have them love you, which is the one you'd want to be with? And there's this huge pause. He really thinks about it. And then he's like, well, Raylene, but I know she don't want to hear this, which is true. <laughs> Commercial before our final thought. Now, the last time I talked about one of Jerry's final thoughts It was very clear to me that he was reading off of a teleprompter. This time, I think, at this point, he might be talking off the top of his head. Because as the person who wrote verbatim all the things he said, it took me a long time. And he was talking really quickly. And that really made me feel like it was coming out of his head and not off of a screen. Because the last time that I did a Jerry Springer... He was talking very slowly and deliberately, and there were a lot of big words, but I feel like that's not the case. The good news is he addresses, I feel like, the question that I wanted to address when I started talking about this episode. So, Jerry's final thought. He thanks everyone, and then he says, I know this was a rough one. Raylene, I hope things work out for you, and I hope all of you find some stability in your relationships. You've all experienced some degree of hurt, and now you know what it feels like. It's not real good to pass it on to someone either. You know, after doing this show for five years, 
I'm not sure anything I hear shocks me anymore, but I do continue to be amazed by people's willingness to reveal their innermost secrets before a national TV audience. Or more specifically, why do people want to fly halfway across the country to tell someone they're living with a deep, dark secret with the nation watching? Why can't they just tell them one-on-one in the privacy of their own home? On the surface, it seems ridiculous, but perhaps there is an explanation. It's often a lot easier to reveal something of discomfort to a nation of strangers than it is to someone you're really close to or intimate with. Perhaps there's safety in numbers, not physically, but emotionally. In a crowd with all these cameras, one doesn't feel as vulnerable. The anger, hurt, or intensely cold stare of the person you're telling something to is somehow filtered by the lights and crowd noise of a live studio. Suddenly, it doesn't seem so difficult to be saying what you've been trying to say for so long. It's akin to hurling an insult at someone down the street while ducking behind the safety of your three big brothers. While we'll continue to make our forum available to anyone with an interesting story, those who use it to dispense bad news must know that when the show's over, the crowd and cameras both go away. Then it's just you and the person you hurt back home in real life inevitably with real consequences. TV can do many things, but it can't save a relationship nor provide an easy way of getting out of one. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. And to all of you, also take care of yourself and each other and whoever else you can afford to take care of emotionally or financially that took a weird turn i really tried i really tried to round that down and it didn't i don't think it really happened i'm sorry but i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode i enjoyed watching it i enjoyed talking about it and i hope you will join me again next week i don't know what i'm gonna do maybe i might do like a whole jerry springer month like Four Jerry Springers back to back, just in memoriam. I tried to use that word last week and I couldn't find it, and I still can't find it. You'd think I have looked it up. Memorial. In memorial? Memoriam. Well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, if you've enjoyed this and you want to do me a really quick solid, you can rate and or review and or subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And if you've already done that, thank you so much. It means more to me than I could even possibly tell you. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can connect with me on Facebook at Reality Roots Pod, which is currently a profile. And if I reject you, I'm sorry, please email me and I will accept you. You can email me at realityrootspod at gmail.com for any Facebook related or anything at all related things that you might want to tell me or ask me or I don't know questions comments concerns hit me up thank you again for being here and I will talk to you next week okay bye